Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Don't miss out on your chance to listen to four-time Super Bowl champ Charlie Weiss on the only podcast solely devoted to everyone's favorite position in football, the quarterback. Listen for free now by subscribing wherever you get podcasts or by going to CelebrityQB.com. All right, previously on Fancy Throwdown Podcast, we are into the third hour of baseball. Game 7, Dodgers-Astros. The Dodgers have just gotten on the board with an RBI single from Andre Ethier. Charlie Morton started this inning uh, in the bottom of the sixth. Uh, Quickly got runners on, so gave up up a hit and walked the guy and basically got a pop-up and now just gave up the RBI single to Ethier. So we got runners on first and second with uh, top of the order coming back up with Chris Taylor. So uh, have not seen – okay, there, there we go. Uh, we, so far I had not seen a uh, good break on the curveball from Morton, so he just threw a decent one there. Uh, so let's see how he approaches the rest of this at bat. So he's started off with the curveball – uh, uh, decent break on it. Oh, he did. He doubled up on it. Uh, he threw it outside, but uh, T- Taylor was looking for that big hit. Uh, he chased it. So uh, now to swing on the swing and miss. Fouled off. And they literally just panned to a shot of Verlander in the bullpen. Which would be kind of nuts if he did come uh, uh, come back out to uh, to pitch tonight, but who knows? And another strikeout. Uh, another curveball. Oh, actually. You know what? That look, man, that yeah, the answer that was the changeup. I, I thought he actually threw. Uh, I thought he actually threw the curveball, but uh, uh, he just took it off off the chain, uh, changeup that it just dipped on him anyway. Yet again with two on, two out. 
and Corey Seager, the reigning National League Rookie of the Year. He's hit one home run this postseason. It came in this series. 22 on the regular season. Oh, wow. That's about as bad luck as you get. Shatter bat on second pitch swing by Seager, and that ends the inning. Uh, Morton barely. Oh, actually, he got hit. Yeah, he did get hit by the broken bat. But uh, it doesn't seem to be any worse for wear. But yeah, that ends the that ends the six. The Dodgers needed that run, but again, more runners left on base. So uh, I believe we're up to ten runners left on base now by the Dodgers tonight. They, they just cannot seem to get the hits that they desperately need right now, and they're they're starting to run out of time because at this point, as bad as the uh, Astros bullpen has been in the series. They can just start rolling out everyone uh, in this series and just because I mean basically it's just nine more outs and you got the World Series so they're they're gonna try to mix and match uh, best matchups uh, against a, a certain hitter so uh, you know uh, Verlander's out there too uh, you know they may even use Verlander to close the game uh, in the ninth out if if that's if if, uh, if Rolander says he's get, good enough to get, give him an inning, uh, yeah, you may see him uh, at a tight spot if uh, the Dodgers can actually get a rally going. So uh, I'll take a quick break, and uh, we'll pick up uh, with uh, the top of the seven. And the Dodgers have reached the boiling point of desperation. Kenley Jansen is already in this game and the top of the seven to face the top of the order because Dave Roberts has zero confidence in anyone else handling the top of the Astros order. I mean, at this point, it is desperation for the Dodgers. They can't afford to give up any more runs. But, I mean, using Jansen this early just reeks of the desperation that he has. Alright, swing and a miss, so one and two is the count. Again. You know, I'm I'm a little surprised that he, he, he didn't try relying on Wood here. Uh, he may be just trying to use Jansen to get through this inning, but still, you know, it's like trying to use your bullet when you don't. I mean, you got so many targets to uh, worry about at this stage. I mean, using Morrow, I mean, Morrow's arm was already shot, so uh, I, I didn't see anything coming out of Morrow beyond uh, a couple of outs. And, oh, nice catch. Uh, Chris Taylor sliding catch to cut off a double. 
because uh, that was going to split the gap. Uh, uh, pretty much in, in most... Uh, I mean, Dodger Stadium, Stadium is pretty cavernous, so I mean, that was going to easily be a double if uh, Chris Taylor doesn't not cut that ball off uh, with the sliding catch. Foul back. I mean, let's see. Who did the Dodgers have up in the bottom half of the inning? I mean, it was technically with uh, yeah, with Seager grounding out, it, yeah, the next three up for the Dodgers would be the heart of the order with Turner, Bellinger, and Puig. So, if I'm Dave Roberts, this is the final stand, basically. You got to try to hold here and then hope that you can scratch out two to three runs in the bottom of the seventh. And, and hope you put some pressure on the Astros. Another foul ball. Well, it's just made a point about the youth of both teams again back to the World Series. You know what? You made this. You can make the same argument about the Cubs and the Indians last year that they could make it just as easily make it back next year, but they didn't make it back. I mean, it is so hard to make it back when you make a deep run in the postseason because of the amount of wear and tear you use on your pitcher's arms. That that was one of the biggest bugaboos about the Cubs this year was the pitching staff. And Cleveland had a ton of injuries uh, outside of uh, Kluber. It, you know, it, and, you know, people can say what they want about uh, pitch counts, and this, that, and the other. It's not the pitch counts, in my opinion. It's just the fact of how much wear and tear uh, mechanics are doing to pitchers' arms that teams are uh, so uh, paranoid about what guys are doing. And we got a strikeout there. High heat. Uh, Bregman couldn't lay off and uh, struck out. Battle will be out too. The Junior Home Run Derby allows kids 14 and under to compete for the National Home Run Derby Championship during the 2018. I mean, that's my my takeaway. It's just the amount of injuries pitchers get these days, and the fact that the DL rules have been modified to allow for the same day DL allows teams to abuse the rule even more by just shifting. Pitcher something seven day DL and have get them ready for uh, the next start by pushing the pushing it back a few days. 
Correa, Beltran, and Kike Hernandez were also here. Full circle for Bregman and Gregerson, maybe. Altuve, one ball, one strike. Altuve found the ball off, so count is now 1-1. One, one. And another pitching break. Game time is currently moving along at two hours and 56 minutes. Jansen's staring at Wegner, but even I can't give you those pitches, Kenley. And I know Wegner has a small strike zone, but those are not strikes. Here are the numbers just to show it to you this way. The average, the home runs, the RBIs, the runs scored. Combined totals for these two during the postseason in wins compared to losses. Make this team go. They sure do it for a while. And Correa's up at bat again. Uh, pick off the first. Altuve in, in no danger whatsoever. Done much running at all in this World Series. One steal, one for one. And there goes Altuve. No way you're going to get him. Honestly, Jansen, I don't know why he even bought a waste of time uh, with the trying to do the pickoff throw because uh, Altuve is too good for that, and he's going to get a jump because of that late kick anyway. There was no chance uh, of actually catching him. He does it all. He really does. He does it all. Having a really good time. As well. So, runner in second. With two outs in the top of the seventh. Woo! Just foul. 
Correa now trying to drive his buddy Altuve in to get the 5-run lead back. Now it's only Watson, the left-hander, gets loose. And he got him with a pop-up. Well, the gamble paid off for Dave Roberts uh, in a way because uh, he got through the seventh with minimal damage for uh, Jansen. Uh, uh, pitch count was a bit higher than they would have liked. But uh, you at least set up the, the bomb of the seventh to have your last best stand of rallying in this game. And... Uh, uh, Keeping it tight for uh, Houston to have the jitters trying to close it out uh, in the next couple of innings. So uh, we'll see how the bottom of the seventh goes, and I'll be right back in a bit. All right, so uh, basically caught up with some folks uh, uh, watching the game with me too. But, I mean, the bottom of the seventh turned out to be a complete wash for the uh, Dodgers. Uh, did not like any of the at-bats out of uh, Turner, Bellinger, and Puig. Uh, the strikeout call on uh, Bellinger was a ball, but, you know, when you're running bad, uh, sometimes that just happens when you just get calls against you that really shouldn't happen. I mean, uh, so Bellinger has the hat trick, three three punch-outs tonight. Uh, just, just not his night. It has been his... Have, really hasn't even been his week, but uh, you know he he, he had uh, he had the uh, uh, you know a couple of big hits uh, in game five, but you know it just has not been there consistently uh, uh, this series. So Alex Wood is uh, uh, up uh, up on the mound. You know again they could not use Jansen for two innings again. Uh, he was. He was already spent yesterday, so I mean, I thought he needed the adrenaline tonight to get it, get it to get through. He managed to get managed to work his way through it, but uh, you know, against the top of the order. So credit to him. But you know, again, this was a lot of uh, desperation out of uh, the Dodgers. I mean, my biggest gripe here was. The fact that Wood did not get the call to start the second inning uh, on this one. Because you could see it out of Darvish that he didn't have it. And in a game when you (laughs) – I mean, this is the season. I mean, that's it. This season. So – for Dave Roberts, it got to sit there and kind of let uh, the game spiral out of control with Darvish on the mound. It's inexcusable because everyone should be in the bullpen. So, uh, just a lack of foresight there is probably going to doom the Dodgers. Uh, I mean, unless we get a dramatic development and the Houston bullpen uh, implodes again, uh, I'm, I'm not seeing where... Uh, the Dodgers are scratching out the runs they need. Uh, so uh, right now we got a one-one count with uh, uh, Marwin Gonzalez uh, uh, and two outs. So uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll see how the rest of this inning goes. 
this postseason for the Astros. And one of the noisiest stadiums, forget baseball stadiums, noisiest stadiums I've ever stepped into. Yeah, it's been it's been an eerily similar year for both of these teams. How hot at the start, a little bit of a lull, and then finishing up strong and really running through the playoffs to this point. A loud, loud minute made part help that team. needing to win back-to-back -back games against the Yankees to get to the World Series. They did that. And now here they are, outs away from their first World Championship in franchise history. Still 2-2 two two on Marwin Gonzalez. And even though their team is gone and out here in Los Angeles, the fans are packed in. At Minute Maid Park, watching their Astros play here in Game 7, as they were doing last night in Game 6. Arwin Gonzalez has had a nice night. A double, a single, but intentionally walked. The count stays 2-2. Two two. Yep, 2-2 two, two, two with uh, Gonzalez still uh, battling against Wood. But, uh, yeah, I mean, if we're, we're really going to summarize this game, it just goes back to how uh, that second inning was handled. Just, I will never understand how Dave Roberts managed it, the pitching staff this series. I mean, I didn't like how there were too many quick hooks early in the series. And in the game he needed to have, he doesn't hook them. Doesn't hook them. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, he he overused the bullpen and put himself in a bad spot. But uh, you know that that's that's kind of where we stand. Because uh, now you get you're you're just hoping against hope that the Dodgers can figure something out uh, in the next uh, two innings. Otherwise, the season's over. So uh, that's all for now. We're gonna take a quick break. And the bottom of the eighth goes one, two, three. There's just Nothing going on at Dodger Stadium. Uh, I'm going to stay on uh, uh, just in case something happens, but this is pretty much wraps up, uh, at least from what I can tell, this, this is going to wrap up uh, uh, <laughs> wrap up the World Series. I, I just don't see anything else coming out of the Dodgers. Maybe something happens at the bottom of the ninth, but... Uh, they are not picking up the ball well from Morton, and Morton's in a groove. So uh, we'll see how it goes. All right, here we go. Bottom of the ninth. Chase Utley is in the game now, uh, pinch hitting, uh, and we've got uh, we've got uh, <laughs> and we're five minutes away from midnight. Oh boy. And Nutley strikes out on a curveball down and in. <laughs> it will not be a save. It'll actually be a win for Morton. Discretion of the score. Good pitch. Big effort here tonight because 
Because I will guarantee you, when A.J. Hinch brought Charlie Morton in, the odds were not good that Morton would finish this game for Houston. And here he is, two outs away. Falls out, doing what McCullers did in the ALCS, doing what Brad Peacock did in Game 3 of this World Series. Look at these numbers. He's fantastic without a lot of experience in this position either. I mean, literally, looking at some of these at-bats, they're just not... The only thing I would say out of this, uh, in terms of Game 7, is just how much of a grind it's been trying to watch every single minute of this game. And, yes, this Game 7 has been the least watchable game out of all of them, but... <laughs> You, uh, you uh, actually, someone just put up the stat. Uh, George Springer went three for 30 in the ALCS against the Yankees. Has there been a potential World Series MVP with a worse LCS number? Uh, not that I can think of off the top of my head. Because you look at you're looking at either Altuve just because it's Altuve. Or Springer as the World Series MVP. And two outs uh, on a uh, dri uh, dribbling that Altuve was able to handle. So, so one out away. And we're about to have another road team win a Game 7. Uh, similar fashion to the Cubs last year against Cleveland. So the... Last man left to stave off elimination is Corey Seager. And they, they just announced that uh, Bellinger struck out 17 times in this World Series. So, uh, yeah, when I said earlier that he punched out 14, 15 times, I guess I must have undersold him. So. That uh, must have been punch out 15, 16, and 17. And this is a ground out to end the World Series. Astros win. Astros have won their first World Series. And oh, what it could have been for the Yankees. Of course, I had to squeeze the Yankees in there. But yes, the Astros are the 2017 World Series champions. So... Goes to show that, yes, tanking does work in professional sports if you use the tanking correctly, which the Astros did to draft Correa and, Al uh, and, uh, and Springer and, uh, and be able to get McCullers early in the draft. I mean, a lot of this has to do with uh, the drafts that... Uh, that Houston was able to have, and just the amount of uh, of uh, prospects they were able to use to flip for other players to bring in, and some of the trades that the Yankees made uh, to them. But uh, you know, Astros 
had a hell of a playoff run. They uh, they carved through the Red Sox. They grinded through uh, the series against the Yankees. I thought they were going to win the uh, Yankee series clean. That turned out to be the hardest series that they had to go through, to be honest, because, you know, a lot of this series was L.A. being on the back foot, having to make comebacks rather than L.A. dictating the game to them. Uh, again, this had to do with a lot of uh, just some of the decisions I didn't agree with with uh, Dave Roberts. Uh, so to me, in my opinion, uh, the Yankee series is the series that got the Astros to the point they were. This series was more of the Astros doing what they could not to lose the World Series. So I actually uh, give them a lot of credit uh, for uh, this World Series because they, they, like some of the comebacks that uh, the Dodgers made could have uh, deflated certain teams. And, you know, basically the Astros stayed on point. Even though uh, Verlander wasn't able to win last night, uh, they kind of took care of business tonight and got uh, got through it early. But, man, oh, man, am I still scratching my head over the Darvish decision because the amount of quick hooks Dave Roberts gave in his series to allow Darvish to implode on national television in a Game 7 in an elimination game, I, I will... I, I desperately want to hear the press conference to hear the thought process of why Darvish was allowed to stay in the game as long as he was. It, it boggles my mind. I mean, that to me, that's that's the question you got to ask. What did you see out of Darvish that gave you any confidence that he was going to pull himself out of the, out of uh, the rut that he was in? Because he got rocked in Game 3, and he got rocked even worse tonight. So, uh, congratulations to the Astros. Uh, I am now calling it a night. Uh, we are just past midnight, so uh, that's all for now. And uh, we'll uh, we'll get into the NFL and uh, NBA later. Uh, there was also Champions League uh, today, which I did not get to see. So hopefully I'll be able to catch up on those over the weekend and uh, kind of do a breakdown of uh, Champions League soccer. So. Uh, that's all for now, and have a good night, everyone. position in all of sports the quarterback and now there's a show solely dedicated to the most sought after role on the field celebrity qb featuring four-time super bowl champion coach charlie weiss 
Unlike other football shows, you'll get the inside scoop on all things quarterbacks. Like, is this the year Tom Brady finally looks his age? Will dating Danica Patrick distract Aaron Rodgers? I mean, he's dating Danica Patrick, Charlie. We're interested in that, you know? Well, I mean, Tommy's got Giselle. I'll I'll take Giselle, okay? (laughs) Is Dak Prescott good enough to win a Super Bowl for the Cowboys? Which rookie quarterback has the best shot of making a positive impact in 2018? How about intellectually, Charlie, as far as what they ask the quarterbacks to do now? The game has changed, but the pressure that's put on quarterbacks and it always been put on quarterbacks is tremendous. Join Charlie Weiss and co-host Steve Strout on an all-new podcast from Lasting Media, exclusively about quarterbacks. Subscribe now at Apple iTunes or wherever you listen to great podcasts. Celebrity QB, everyone's favorite position. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure.